Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now, sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for part two of the Sisterhood Soul Chat. If you have not checked out part one, please go back and check out part one so that you can get all of this good information. So let's jump right back into where we were. One of the participants was asking a question about boundaries and forgiveness. So one of our panelists, Risa, had shared that the way that you would shift the dynamics in a relationship is to have a conversation on shared values. And one of our participants said, well, what if you have that conversation and then you feel like that conversation actually ruins the friendship? What do you do then? And so that's where we're going to pick back up at. You said one thing that you didn't say, what is in your stories, bro? You guys have grown to a different level. And if you have grown somewhere, just like clothes, you outgrow clothes, you outgrow people too. And if people cannot respect your wishes, then that kind of is what it is. So one thing that I teach my clients is when we remove the emotion, which I'm well aware is like very hard to do, relationships are about expectations at their core. Mm. What do I expect of you? What do you expect of me? If those expectations do not align, one of us has to change. If I don't want to change and you don't want to change, then we got a problem. We don't have to end this relationship Mm -hmm. or switch up the way that it looks. So at the core, that's ultimately what we're talking about. And then you're also talking about, like Risa said, values. What are your values? That's your values. Like, you don't want your life mostly like that. And it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even really up for debate. I would say that I'm going to embarrass her for a second. Lana is my bestie, for those that don't know. (laughs) Um, the, The interactions that Lana and I have when we are in conflict is not a lot. We cry. We can barely get out what we are frustrated (laughs) about because we're crying. And we're not crying so much that our feelings are hurt, even though they're hurt. And you can speak to this. We're crying because we don't want to hurt the other person. Like, that's how much we care for each other. We have had incidents where Lana (laughs) Lana (laughs) sat me down, tears in her eyes. I just like, <laughs> and I'm crying because I'm like, girl, I didn't mean that. <laughs> you know, and incidents where I was like, you know what? You ain't no moment, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to just say it. <laughs> but that's the level of concern and love that you have when the friendship is like genuine and, and, and mutual. Yes. Like when you, when you are invested in one another, and that's not to say like our friendship is perfect or anything like that, you know, because listen, baby, we hate each other in college. 
And our relationship is not perfect, and, and our personalities are not exactly the same. In fact, we are very different. You know, we're alike in a lot of ways, but we're also very different. But I think that one thing that helps us is that we recognize, like, I value this relationship mm-hmm. because we've never had a conversation on, like, um, values and guidelines and stuff like right. that. We just we just value each other. Like, the, the line at the end of the song, best friend, you my mind, so bad. Like, we say that all the it's really about the value you know and and I even me inside we've had interactions where it's like I've been crying to you girl you said this when you care about people it's reflected So at this point, the participant shared something that I feel like is super common for us to do. She said, but I want to preserve the relationship. So I asked a key question. Are you in conflict? If you are in conflict, then preservation of the relationship is irrelevant. You have to address the issue because your hurt, your conflict, your feelings matter just as much as the other person's feelings. At this point, Treese goes on to share that if you are in this relationship and you're feeling like you are a genuine person, but it's not necessarily reflected in the friend, quotation marks, actions, she might have some resentment that she's harboring against you. And in that case, is she also in the right headspace to have the conversation? I'll let you guys listen in on what else Trees shared. I think we need to have a conversation, you know, and even what I realized, even when you're in a relationship with man, sometimes you got to put that off on yourself. You know what I mean? Just to start the conversation of saying like, you know what? I feel like we haven't been connecting lately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to just talk just to make sure that we're good mm-hmm. and get everything out. Rather than, because we know you can't leave with the, I feel like you mm-hmm. have been funny. Because now we just add attention. Mm-hmm. So even just saying, like, you know what? Like, we need to just go out, maybe have a glass of wine, you know, just to bring it on down a little bit. <laughs> um, and, ha- you know, and just start off, like, I want us to meet because I feel like, Mm-hmm. That we have this disconnect. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, I think it started with the internet, but I want to hear from you, like how you feel about our friendship. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes, again, you've been friends for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So we never had that conversation about what you value and what I value. So maybe, because I just put up this quote that I, um, if you know me based on who I was a year ago, you don't know me at all. Mm-hmm. 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 And at this point, the participant shares that she has grown and changed so very much. And she is nothing like she was when she first started this relationship with this woman that she thought was her friend. Just shit from person. So she needs to understand who you are as a woman, who you are as a mom, who you are as a wife. She still sees you from your nothing. Hush and I were talking about this earlier as well. Um, I feel <laughs> we like, right, right. Um, I feel like when you go into that as well, you have to be okay the way it goes. Yes. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful side of it that says, "Wow, we got this off our chest. Like now we're good again." You know, where it can 
Be what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then there's the side that we don't really want to have, right? Which is the side that we're avoiding, which is why we don't want to have those conversations. That's like, what if this is the end of our 25-year friendship? You know what I'm saying? Like, that sucks. We, we always want to talk about, like, romantic breakups, but friendship breakups hurt, too. Yeah. Thank you. I think just going in there with, with an open mind and also being able to, like, empathize with her um, and just let it be what it is. But I think it will still be beautiful either way. One just might be beautiful, like further along. It might take longer to see that, but either way, like it's it's like a freedom, right? You're free from that conversation. Thank you. Yes, because like we talked about earlier, don't fear not about your wrong way you're supposed to be, even if it's not in those relationships. So Joy touched on that earlier. She got so uncomfortable. You can get so uncomfortable, and that might just be the very thing that pushes you where you mean to be. Um, which is a perfect segue into our next question. Do you believe in lifelong sisterhood or is this a myth? If so, what does it take for this to be accomplished? Um, I think we all kind of touched on that question while answering the other questions, right? That it takes two. It definitely takes two to tango. <laughs> um, and also, I think I talked about it before, empathy, right? And extending grace the same way that you need grace, right? Because we all, like Mr. Mark, we all make mistakes. We all have had times where we weren't good friends. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> where we weren't acting like family members. We might have said some things. Um, so being open to that and then being okay with the fact that everyone doesn't see through the lens that you see through, you know, and our experiences, our beliefs, like our values, all those things play a role, you know, in how we view life. And although we may have, like, I'm sorry, for the example of, you know, my sisters, we all grew up in the same household, right? But we all had different experiences, right? Very when we fun. went out, when we were like grown and we went out into the real world, we had different experiences. So we don't see life the same, right? We don't see life through the same lens. So, um, and one, I would say, and I'll, I'll never forget this joy. She, uh, this was years and years and years ago. I was like venting to her about my mom. I'm like, is she getting my <laughs> And the joy was like, well, she's probably not thinking of it like this. She's thinking of it like this. Like, she's your mom. She cares about you. And I was like, she cared about me. All I'm thinking about is all the whoopings I had. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she could like me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But ever since Joy said that, like, I've literally been applying that to how I view people. Like, when they <laughs> when they irritate me, then I'll be like, oh, they probably, you know what I'm saying? They probably didn't even mean it that way. If it happened multiple times, I'll be like, okay. That is intentional. Yes. Um, so I don't have a lot of female friends, okay, for this very topic that we're talking about. But yet and still, I do believe that um, sisterhood is a thing. And what we fail to do as women, right, honestly, when we're in romantic relationships, you love this person. It is so easy 
for you. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter how upset you are. It's so easy for you to calm yourself down in some way, shape or form or fashion, whatever that looks like. Think about it and be like, you know what? Let me have a conversation with my man. Or let me have a conversation with my girl. And then you go and talk to them in the cool of the day when your attitude is right. Why? Because you don't want to lose them. You don't want to lose that relationship. My question is, why is it yeah. that we why? do that in our friendship? That's the relationship. Yep. It matters just an amount of energy. Mm. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's because it's exhausting. Why do I have to work at this relationship with my friend and you just supposed yes. to know and my man at the same time, that's just too much. Well, then now ask yourself, do you really want to have friends? Is that something that you need? Is that your season right now? Let's be honest with that, right? Um, piggybacking off of really, I know what everybody has been saying. Um, I had made this status on Facebook a couple of days ago. Be able to discern your Judas from your Peter. Peter had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Judas had a bad heart. Mm-hmm. Peter, you restore. Mm-hmm. Judas, you release. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop the mic down over Okay, ladies, in this next segment, two of our participants brought up something that is a very sensitive topic for us ladies. And honestly, you just have to ask yourself if you are one of the women that does this. And if you are, there is no judgment, there is no shame, but you would have to ask yourself a couple of key questions here. Risa kind of hit on it, but essentially the participants were saying how broken and hurt they feel feel when you are in a relationship with someone who says that they really value the relationship, but they don't go out of their way to pour into the relationship. They allow a man to treat them like crap, but when it comes to friends, they have absolutely no mercy for restoring the relationship, talking through the conflict, etc., etc. And the participants were sharing how much this actually hurts. Let's listen in on what members of the panel had to say in response to this. I also want to be mindful and mention that there are a couple of trigger words that are coming up. So if you have not healed from some trauma, you might want to skip this part of the episode. We've all watched Iyala Fix My Life. Yes, I love her. I love her. And we know how the story starts out with this particular person having this one problem, right? And as Iyala saw Fix My Life, she ends up going into their history. <laughs> and she finds that not only did this particular person have this issue, but it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what's happened yeah, is that really this is. person was molested. She mm-hmm. told her mother. Her mother didn't yeah. do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Turns out her mother was molested. Mm-hmm. Whose mother was molested, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus. We don't know people's backstory. Mm-hmm. We don't know what they were trained, what they saw, what they were taught. And a lot of times, unconsciously, women are were taught to value a relationship with the man mm. over a relationship with the female. Yeah. Right? And they were not taught to nourish those relationships with a woman like you would nourish a relationship with man. How many times have you seen a woman put a man over her kids? Mm. What is that telling that child? 
to put your man above everybody else. So when you see people that are in these relationships where they allow a man to use and abuse, batter and bruise, right? Yeah. It's what they were taught as a child. You know what I mean? And so for us, it doesn't make sense because we don't know their journey. We only know ours, right? And so that's the thing. We tend to hold on to those to those things. Like for me, my mother, she had well, my mother had a lot of sisters, right? <laughs> so I saw that sisterhood. My mother was a person who she, everybody said she was a best friend. My mother was very cautious about who she called a friend. But the people that she called a friend, those women, she was ride or die. Yeah. Right? That's what I saw growing up unconsciously. Mm-hmm. That's the person that I am, right? Now, I have a crap load of sisters, just like my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm very close to my sisters. Very few friends, female or male. But if I call you a friend, I'm a ride or die. Right. Right. And so that's the difference. For her, that may be the experience that she was taught. At this point, another participant brought up how she feels like women treat each other as though they are disposable. The relationships are not placed as highly valued as they are with your significant other and how much that experience is actually painful and counterintuitive to sisterhood. This participant also talked about the dynamics that happen in enmeshed relationships with parents and children, how women can sometimes function from the lens of that deep hurt. So let's say they tried to have a relationship with females. It didn't necessarily go well. As a result of that, you now attempt to make your daughter your best friend, your daughter be your girlfriend that you ride or die with when that's not actually the role of mothers and daughters. Yes, as you know, daughters get older, They do become friends with their moms sometimes, but when a child is growing up, her role is not in the place of being your best friend as a mom. And a lot of times we don't even realize as women that that response is a trauma response. Another thought this participant shared was if you are working really hard at restoring this relationship, you feel like the other person is not doing a great job communicating, you know that they might not be in a good headspace. If there's never a time, when is the time that you can restore the relationship? How long do you wait around? So that is the question that she posed to the panel. That speaks to where you at in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're tired of the same way, again, we do a romantic relationships. You're not going to wait around forever. If you're tired of waiting and for you, you would like to move on, that's it. On the opposite end of the spectrum, another participant shared that if you are finding someone is crossing over your boundaries and they have expectations of you that are now placing demands on, let's say, your marriage, your romantic relationship, that is now out of order. So she gave a really good quote, you can't compete where you don't compare. And that was super powerful, not in a mean or nasty way, but just 
just to say that it's not even biblical for you to be trying to have this much influence, power, or manipulation over my life when I am in a relationship with my spouse, right? And so there are some very sensitive issues here and there's two opposite ends of the spectrum. One where we feel like these relationships with friends are able to be easily discarded and then two where friends now are carrying over into our marriages or our relationships. And in this next clip, one of our retreat panelists was sharing that in one of her high-valued friendships, anytime they would get into petty arguments, this friend would say to her, well, I guess this relationship is over. Take a listen at what she had to say in response to that. <laughs> Stop. Like, the first two times she did that. And like, I would be like, why are you ready to throw our friendship down the drain? Like, this is crazy. Let's just whatever. And the third time she did that, I said, okay, you just looking for a reason to end this friendship. Then it's over. It'll eat you right. It'll eat you right. <laughs> but ever since then, like, she ain't been trying to throw me in the trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'll remember. So, just again, like, having that communication and saying, Letting her know, like she said, she only remember. But I remember clear as day. Um, but, she but no, for sure, absolutely. But bring it back up. The, 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 I'm done, right? <laughs> but I feel like because she values our friendship, she ain't even doing no more. Even if, like, she, even though she said, like, she don't even remember, subconsciously, she's not doing it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when I did bring to her attention, then now, like, she's at least aware, you know, yeah. and we can work through our differences, like, before we continue on, we are going to take a brief break and have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by the Confident Bay app. I created this app to provide a safe space for women of color struggling with prioritizing themselves. Inside of the Confident Bay app, you're going to gain access to exclusive content such as workshops, replays, Conbay TV, a private digital cafe to connect with other women, journal prompts, affirmations, daily reminders, and so much more. The best part about using the app? It's free! That's right, girl. You get 24-7 access to a squad of like-minded women for free. No more subliminal Facebook rants, boo. Here you can take the mask off and be yourself. Sis, what are you waiting for? Hit the link in the show notes and download the app today. At this point, one of our participants shared that um, part of her influence in placing men above friendships was based on her relationship with her father. All she saw was her father, you know, being rude, but still saying out of his mouth that he loved her. 
so how much that actually tainted her vision of love until a couple of years ago when she started to be more intentional about figuring out what love meant for her, how she liked to be loved, how she liked to be treated, and really removing the lens that she had from her childhood, the picture that was painted for her by her mother and her father. Another way that will, another thing that will help us like move forward in new friendships and relationships is letting go of expectations. Because like what, the way that you expect your friend to show up for you might look different for each person, right? So I, what I've learned like over the past couple of years, I'm that person that was like, see, like as soon as I'm, if you laugh at my joke, I'll be like, we're friends. <laughs> like we're good. You know what I'm saying? And I put, I label people as my friend and my best friend so quick. And then when they do something that's like, you my best friend, you ain't supposed to do that. It's like, well, who said I was your best friend? You did that by yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like when you go into these spaces, like with new people, um, observe, you know what I'm saying? And take your time getting to know people, but just get to know them. They can be associates for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And those those who are like your tribe or your people or that person, like in time, I feel like you will connect with that person, right? And then you can set those values and expectations and things like that like in the friendship. So um, just let go of those expectations and stop expecting you from other people. What a perfect note to close out this discussion on. We have to stop expecting people to love us the way that we want to be loved because everybody has a different lens, a different perspective, and a different love language. And it just so happens that sometimes you meet people who know how to speak yours really good, but a lot of times, most of times, we don't meet people that just know right off the bat how to meet our needs. So I want to thank you so much for joining joining me for another week of the Lovish Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor, share the love, share it with your friends, then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. And if you guys would like more information and you want to keep the conversation going, do me a favor, go down and hit the show notes and download the Confident Bay app. We can chat right inside of Bay's Digital Cafe. All right, until next time, I will see you guys out in these social media streets. Have an amazing day.